This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Welcome back in our number two of the program here on Monday, here on July 3rd. And a programming note for you, Jack Spillane will not be joining us in the next hour to turn on the light because he's on vacation this week. So we will turn on the light with Jack again next Monday in the 8 o'clock hour, which means that we can talk with you all morning long at 508-996-0500. We will have local programming throughout the day for you today, although the best of Howie this evening uh, replacing South Coast tonight because Jess Machado was on vacation. But we will have local programming throughout the day today. Tomorrow we will all be off for the holiday, but we'll have some great syndicated programs for you here to check out throughout the course of the day. Uh, also, another programming note, later on in this hour, we're going to be joined by Ken Pereira, who is a New Bedford man who is taking dating, a different approach to dating. You know, online dating has been a thing now for a long time. Uh, but, of course, anybody who has gone through trying to go on some of the dating apps and the different match websites and all of that, you realize two things. One, it doesn't always work. And two, it doesn't work unless you're paying for it. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I've, I haven't gotten a Tinder match in forever, and I don't pay for it, so that's probably why. So, the you know, the whole thing is is kind of rigged. And so Ken is looking at this from a different perspective. Ken Pereira has started a website, datingkenneth.com. I'm sorry, datingken.com, datingken.com, and Meet Ken is his Facebook page. Uh, that he's, you, If you're a single woman in the area, you might have seen his ads. They might have started targeting you with his, with his ads because he's actually bought Facebook ads to promote the Facebook page, to promote the website. Genius. And uh, so we will talk with him about, how, about this effort and about what he hopes to accomplish with it. And, uh, and maybe see if we can't help find a, a date for Ken, right? So that'll be happening later on this hour. Until then, 508-996-0500. We're talking about the impending closure of the Christmas tree shop that we have this deadline of Wednesday. If by the end of business on Wednesday, we don't have a, a buyer for Christmas tree shops, they're going to be forced to start liquidating which means they're going to put everything on deep discount, although some people are accusing them of raising the prices now ahead of that deep discount. I don't know if that's true. It's just a comment that I saw on, on social media on, on the story. But then they will start liquidating all that merchandise, and then once the stores are empty, you know, they start selling the fixtures off, and then they'll be closing down each store. So is that is that a likely scenario here? Probably. And from what I've been told from a, a source of a, within the Christmas tree shops, corporate offices in Middleborough, the distribution center would close at the end of July, which means all the people that work there are going to be getting laid off. They're going to do it in, I guess, a couple of waves because they won't be restocking the stores. One of the things that they've said, too, is that there will be no, um, oh, uh, no bumping, no bumping rights, which bumping rights are something where if you are a senior level employee and they start laying people off 
and you get laid off, you can actually take a lesser position to stay working and that lesser person gets laid off. So if I'm a manager of the distribution center and they lay me off, I can actually say, well, then I'll just go work in the distribution center as a, as a, you know, a packer. And then they would lay off a packer instead. So they're saying they're not doing that. There'll be no bumping rights for that to happen. Uh, and also this person, my, my source inside the offices has told me that uh, not only will the distribution center close by the end of July, but that the target would be to have all the stores closed by the end of August. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that story, but we'll get your reaction to it at 508-996-0500. It's just one of the many stories that happened over the weekend, but certainly one of the biggest. As I, as I was saying before the end of the last hour, I've written, I I don't know. I want to say, I want to say probably over a thousand stories. I don't know. Yeah, definitely over a thousand stories I have written for WBSM. Definitely over a thousand. I don't know what I'm thinking. I probably wrote close to a thousand last year alone. So with all of those stories that I've written since I started working in the newsroom full time in, in, in 2017, this story is the biggest story that I've ever had. This story is the biggest amount of page views that I've ever had on a single story. And it's only been up for two days. So this this matters to people. This is an important thing in people's lives. There are, believe it or not, I know it sounds weird to those of us that don't go to the Christmas tree shop because we're like, whatever, it's a Christmas tree shop, right? You only go there... Um, because somebody drags you in there. You only go there because you're looking for something and you think, well, maybe they have it at the Christmas tree shop. You only go in there because you're killing time. You only go in there because you got to get a gift for Mother's Day or or something and you have no idea what to buy. Like, it's, it's not a place that's uh, on your regular cycle of places that you need to go to. But for some people, it was a weekly pilgrimage to the Christmas tree shop to see what they had, to see what new items were in, to see what new trinkets or knickknacks or like, I always go back to the, you know, the carved wooden fisherman. And I know it's, it's not fair. They have so many other things, but that to me is the most iconic thing that you buy at the Christmas tree shop, the carved wooden fisherman. They had so many of them. Maybe that was just the Sagamore one, which is the, the only one that I went to for many, many years. But it's, I don't know. I'm I'm saddened by the loss of, of a Massachusetts-based business, a Massachusetts success story that started as a literally a mom-and-pop operation out of a barn in South Yarmouth that it eventually built up into this corporation that is in multiple states. I wrote an article a couple of months ago, and I, I linked to it in uh, in each of my Christmas tree shop stories this weekend, but I wrote an article about how at one point the company had become so big it needed a bigger distribution center and it bought the Cape Cod Coliseum from Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon of the WWE, then the WWF, he owned the Cape Cod Coliseum. He actually worked out of that building because he had a home on the Cape and he and his wife Linda started Titan Sports, which bought 
the WWF from his father, Vincent McMahon. He bought the company and started what we know now today as WWE in the offices of the Cape Cod Coliseum and then sold it to the Christmas tree shops to become their new distribution center. Now, there was a rumor, a legend, as they say, that he Vince offered it to the town of Yarmouth, said, you can take this over and have it be a municipal auditorium, a municipal arena, because they used it for local high school events. They tried to have some local uh, sports teams, you know, semi-pro leagues. I think they put pro tennis in there with the uh, uh, Bob Crafts New England Lobsters played a couple of uh, games there every year. They tried to have different hockey teams in there. They tried a lot of things, but of course, and they would always have concerts like Leonard Skinner played there, the Cars, Van Halen, like big acts came through and played the Cape Cod Coliseum. But it was losing money and it wasn't really a, a profitable thing. And as, and as Vince was looking to expand his company nationally, you know, he didn't need to be running an arena too. So he offered it to the town of Yarmouth, as the legend goes, for $1 provided they call it the Vince McMahon Memorial Coliseum. And the town of Yarmouth said, no, it's the Cape Cod Coliseum. We're not changing the name. So instead, he instead of selling it to them for a dollar, he sold it to the Christmas tree shops for you know market value. And then they used that for uh, well over 20 years, well over 30 years as their distribution center before moving to the, um, the Middleborough location that they have now, which apparently is going to be closing at the end of this month. So a little bit of a Christmas tree shop legend and lore there for you. 508-996-0500. There's also a story out there, too. Uh, Channel 5 has it at WCVB.com. A man was sleeping in a hammock in Lyme, Connecticut. Just sleeping in a hammock. It was Saturday afternoon at the Wilderness School in Lyme, Connecticut. It's a camp, a summer campsite, and this was one of the camp leaders and he was asleep in a hammock when a bobcat attacked him, seemingly out of nowhere. He's just laying there in a hammock, taking a nap, and a bobcat just shows up and attacks him. Several other adults came to his aid and, and killed the bobcat. And officials say an attack like this is extremely rare. Well, I would hope so. I would hope we don't have to worry about bobcats just coming and attacking us as we're sleeping in our hammocks. There's two things that I know are definitely on the South Coast. One, hammocks. And people sleeping in hammocks. And two, bobcats. Even though Mass Wildlife will tell us that, you know, there's not that many. Bob, there, there might be a few here and there, but there isn't a large bobcat population. No, come on. We get the security camera footage sent to us. We get, you know, the ring cameras, the, the trail cams. People send us footage and they're like, look, I caught a bobcat on my camera in Marion, in Mattapoisett, in Rochester, in Wareham. So we have hammocks and people sleeping in them and we have bobcats. So is this something that we have to start worrying about? Random bobcat attacks? We, we just got through bear mating season. It may still be going on, but it's probably wrapping up. The bears only have so much stamina for that kind of thing. So we just, we've had bears all over the South Coast. Now we got to worry about bobcats, not only being there, but just randomly attacking us while we sleep in hammocks. I, and, and what was it that, that made the bobcat attack? 
According to the Connecticut State Environmental Conservation Police, Elise Baylor is her name, almost certainly there is there is something sick or something else. To see a bobcat that wants anything to do with a human or even a larger dog or a larger animal is very, very rare. And for, from all that I understand about bobcats, that is true. You know, they're going to try to avoid you. They're not going to look to fight you. They're not going to look to attack you. So why did this bobcat just decide to go after this guy? Also, not that I don't believe you, adult camp leader in Lyme, Connecticut, but are you telling the truth? Were you really just asleep when this bobcat attacked you, or did you taunt this bobcat in some way? Were you, were you making fun of his tail? They're super sensitive about that. Bobcats do not like when you laugh at their tails. Or you know what else they don't like? They don't like when you do the bobcat voice at them. They don't like when you try to talk to them like they're Bobcat Goldthwait. They hate that. Don't look at a don't look, ah, Bobcat. They don't like it when you do that. They think you're mocking them. So if this guy did either one of those things, he might have been asking for this Bobcat attack. But if it is just a random thing, well, there, there's something else you got to worry about now. 508-996-0500. Whenever I talk about bobcats, I got to ask the question because, again, Mass Wildlife tells us there's not that many bobcats around here, and I, I disagree. Wait, I got to go print myself out that Facebook zoology degree now. I'm, I'm getting just as bad as the bear people. I'm, I just became everything that I complained about, about the bear people for the last couple of months. When I would come on here and be like, oh, sure, you know more than Mass Wildlife does. You know more than the experts. I mocked people for thinking that they knew more than the Mass Wildlife zoologists and biologists and animal experts because people were like, of course there's bears here. There's way more than just two bears here. And I made fun of them and I ridiculed them for thinking they know more. And I just did the same exact thing. I hang my head in shame. I apologize. I am sorry, Mass Wildlife. I am sorry. You know what? I'm going to take a break. We'll come back and reset, and hopefully we'll forget all of this ever happened. The roads are the dustiest. The winds are the gustiest. The gates are the rustiest. The pies are the crustiest. The song's the lustiest, the friend's the trustiest way back home, back home. The trees are the sappiest. I know you're saying that sounds like Bing Crosby, but I don't know that song. Well, it's actually his younger brother, Bob Crosby. That's Bob Crosby and the Bobcats. So way back home, Bing Crosby and the Bobcats. I'm sorry, Bob Crosby and the Bobcats. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. Morning. Just wondering, uh, because of tomorrow, is, is everything changed with, like, garbage pickup and all that? Yep, garbage pickup will be pushed off a day because of the holiday. So is it a, it's a federal holiday? Yes, it's Independence Day, so it's a federal holiday, yes. It's a federal holiday. Okay, and how about fireworks? Fireworks are still happening. Uh, we've got fireworks happening in New Bedford tomorrow night. We've got a, a whole bunch of them listed on uh, on our website. But uh, there's fireworks planned tonight for some places, but I, I don't think that it's going to happen tonight uh, because of the weather. But, 
you know, we'll see. I've seen a few places that have said that there may be cancellations. Uh, but uh, New Bedford will definitely have fireworks tomorrow evening. I believe uh, it's planned for 9 p.m. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. And, uh, yes, tomorrow, 4th of July, if you are waiting for your trash pickup, it will be delayed a day because of the holiday. Now, there were a lot of folks who were complaining over the weekend about how they still have trash out that hasn't been picked up. Uh, just be aware, in case you ha- in case you hadn't heard, the city of New Bedford has changed trash companies. They have changed garbage haulers from uh, Harvey who had the contract that ended on Friday to now it will be Capital Waste Services that took over. They were supposed to start today, but because of some of the stuff that I I guess, and I don't want to disparage Harvey because I don't know this for sure, but I saw a lot of complaints that people's trash hadn't been picked up the last week of the month. So that maybe with the negotiations going on or maybe they already knew they weren't getting the contract renewed or what have you, um, it seems like they didn't do all that they were supposed to do here at the end. Anecdotally, that's all that I have for information about that. So what happened was, from my understanding, from posts that the city put up and some of the city councilors, waste, Capital Waste Services jumped on it and said, you know what, even though we're supposed to start Monday, we're going to start today. And they got trucks out and started picking up trash in some places. They, they probably didn't get to everybody. And they were trying to pick up all of the barrels, the ABC barrels, that I guess will get swapped out. So they they were working this weekend, even though they weren't scheduled to start until Monday. So that's the type of service that you're already getting from the new trash hauler. Them saying, you know what, this isn't our problem, but we will take care of it. We didn't cause this problem, but we will take care of it. So for those of you who are wondering about, you know, your yard waste that's out there or trash that wasn't picked up, uh, Capital Waste Services is on it, but tomorrow is the holiday. It is a federal holiday, so it will be delayed a day. And I'm sure that is wherever, you know, your trash is picked up. So even if you just have residential service, plan on it being, uh, you know, you're, you're not a city resident. You're out there in the suburbs and you, you have your own private contracted service. Uh, expect that it's going to be delayed a day. I always just assume that any holiday is going to be delayed, but some holidays I just put it out ahead of time anyway just to be safe. All right, well, we're going to be taking a break to get all the news from Adam Bass. When we come back on the other side, uh, we'll be joined around 740 by uh, Ken Pereira, who is a New Bedford resident who has started a website to find himself a date. Datingken.com is the website. Or is it Date Ken? I don't know. I keep messing up the website. But we will have him on to talk about it, and he'll talk about his interests. He'll talk about why he's decided to go this route instead of those dating apps that just seem to not work for some people. And, uh, and he'll talk about what he is looking for in a potential partner. And ladies out there, let me just say, he's looking for a cosplayer. So if you are a cosplayer and you're looking for someone to go with you to Comic-Cons and different conventions, the anime conventions, all those things, this is your guy. And if you like Stranger Things, he does an Eddie Munson that I think you would, you would be happy to, to uh, accompany him to any Comic-Con when he's dressed as Eddie Munson. All right. Well, we are going to take a break for the news. Uh, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. I don't know why I called it a break. Parts of the U.S. are at risk for more severe weather ahead of the 4th of July. 
The National Weather Service issued a hazardous weather alert for more than 100 million Americans during the extended holiday weekend. Thunderstorms may develop across the Mid-Atlantic region and portions of the northern Great Plains today, while excessive heat warnings are in effect across the south where temperatures could reach up could approach 110 degrees in some places. Israel launched a major offensive on a refugee camp in a city in the West Bank, the biggest attack in 20 years. The city of Jenin was struck by air raids overnight Sunday, leaving eight Palestinians dead. Israel also conducted a ground offensive with armored vehicles surrounding the refugee camp, injuring at least two dozen Palestinians. Gunfire has claimed the life of a man in East Austin. Officers found a man suffering from gunshot wounds near Loyola Lane and Langston Drive. Medics rushed the victim to the hospital, but he didn't survive. Police are now investigating this as a homicide and no arrests have been made. The cost of mailing a letter is going up. The U.S. Postal Service is hiking the price of a stamp from 63 cents to 66 cents. This month will mark the fourth fourth price increase in two years on forever stamps. USPS says the new hike is needed to offset inflation. The Postal Service will also increase rates for packages and marketing mail. The charges will begin Sunday, July 9th. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is planning to visit China this week. Mark Mayfield has more. The Treasury Department made the announcement Sunday, saying Yellen is expected to discuss a number of financial issues with senior Chinese officials. It's part of the Biden administration's efforts to improve relations between the two world's biggest economies. Her three-day trip comes after Secretary of State Antony Blinken traveled to China last month to meet with President Xi, whom President Biden recently labeled as a dictator. Yellen is slated to visit Beijing on Thursday. I'm Mark Mayfield. Thousands of hotel workers have gone on strike in Southern California to demand better pay and other benefits. The union says it represents more than 30,000 hospitality workers throughout California and Arizona. They are seeking a wage increase, access to affordable family health care, and stronger workplace protections. The U.S. Secretary of Transportation is optimistic about the state of air travel. Pete Buttigieg said on CNN's State of the Union Friday that Friday saw a wet record number of air travels with only 3% of flights delayed or canceled. Buttigieg says flights appear to be back on track to normal during this holiday weekend after weather issues forced numerous delays and cancellations, although he noted there might be some bad weather still to come. Former Vice President Mike Pence agrees with U.S. support of Ukraine, but says President Biden has been acting too slowly. More from Mark Mayfield. Speaking on CBS Face the Nation, Pence said the Biden administration has not delivered on weapons it promised months ago. Pence just returned from Ukraine, where he met with President Volodymyr Zelensky. Pence praised Zelensky, the Ukrainian people, and the Ukrainian military, saying they're the reason Russia has gone from being the second most powerful military in the world to being the second most powerful military in Ukraine. I'm Mark Mayfield. Wall Street is opening this morning, but closing early in advance of the 4th of July holiday. The three major averages logged winning streaks as the closing bell rang Friday, with the latest inflation data showing prices cooling in May. The Dow gained 285 points to 34 to 407. The S&P 500 rose by 53 points to 50, 44 to 50. And the Nasdaq climbed 196 points to 13-3787. 
In sports, the Red Sox win 5-4 to four against the Blue Jays last night, extending their three-game series to a sweep. The Sox will spend the 4th of July back home at Fenway Park with a game against the Texas Rangers. First pitch t- tomorrow at 1.35 p.m. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, the Storm Prediction Center has us in a marginal risk category today for some heavy thunderstorms to approach the area in the afternoon. Expect some heavy downpours to be moving along with these storms as they approach the area. High of 81 today. Overnight tonight, humid and partly cloudy. 68 and for our July 4th. We do have a chance of some afternoon and evening thunderstorms reaching a high of 79. From the ABC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 72 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. I know waking up in the morning and turning on the radio and turning on the WBSM app and listening to us, you know, Joy Division is probably not what you expected to hear to get your day started off on the right foot. But, you know, love will tear us apart again. And unfortunately, some of those dating apps can do the same thing. And one guy has made it a point to get beyond that and say, you know what, I'm not I'm not playing their game. I'm not falling victim to their algorithms. I'm not falling victim to their ads and all their other stuff. So Ken Pereira is a New Bedford resident who has started a website called datingken.com and he has a Facebook page called Meet Ken where you can learn more about him, but he's going to be looking for dates his own way. And he started this website and he is asking women who may be interested to send him an email, send him a message through his website, and then he's going to meet people that way. And he's he's buying some Facebook ads to try and get some uh, some attention on his page. And we'll find out from him coming up in just a bit how well it's working out. We'll find out if he's actually getting some nibbles on that or if uh, if if he's you know confident that this will be his path to love. And I think I just think that it's fun. I think that it's something to talk about on a on a kind of a holiday morning that isn't as serious as some of the other things that we could be discussing and i think that it might be something that uh you know it may interest a lady out there there might be a lady listening who says this sounds like my kind of guy and maybe we can help make a love connection so we will have him joining us in just a few minutes to talk about that we will also take your phone calls throughout the course of the morning at 508-996-0500 and we will have a full day of programming for you today Except for you know, this evening, Jessica Machado's on vacation. Uh, I'm sure she mentioned to all of you that she would be on vacation this week. So we'll have the best of Howie all week long in place of that. 
uh, just mainly because, you know, everybody's on vacation this week. So we figured that was easier than trying to plug in some other fill-in folks. Uh, but uh, we will have her come back next week with more discussion for you. But for this week, we'll have the best of Howie for you. And uh, But today will be all of our regular local programming outside of South Coast tonight. And then tomorrow we are taking the day off because we do have, you know, folks here that want to have a holiday and celebrate it with their families. So uh, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back on the other side, we will talk with Ken Pereira about his website, datingken.com, and we will find out about how maybe you could be dating Ken. We'll be right back. Most people recognize that song as Love Stinks. And while love doesn't stink necessarily, sometimes trying to use some of those dating sites to find love, that certainly stinks. And uh, joining us now on the line, we have a New Bedford guy who is finding a different way to use the Internet to find a date. Ken Pereira joins us now. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Thanks for joining us. Oh, no problem. So let's talk a little bit about this uh, this adventure that you are on. You have decided that rather than leave, you know, online dating up to uh, to algorithms and and uh, and hoping that uh, people will match with you on dating apps, you've actually created your own website, uh, which is datingken.com, your own Facebook page to help promote that, and you are looking to just have direct one to one contact with people that might be interested. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's also on Instagram. Um, they're both like connected through the same web page. But yes, it uses uh, Facebook targeted ads using uh, keywords I put in versus just endless swiping. I'm not sure if you, you've used the app, but the experience just swiping endlessly until you find somebody that may swipe back on you. But I was getting tiresome of doing that. So that's why I created my own site. Yeah, and, and with that swiping, you know, people are just, they're looking at the photos, they're not reading the bios, they're not learning about people, but with your website, you get a chance to really learn about you and who you are. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like my uh, website shows a lot more than a simple bio, and they can go through, and if they're interested, they can just send a message. And obviously, I, I just got tired of the whole, like, swiping system, because all dating apps are just swiping nowadays. It's not like the old style where you can just search for some or keyword. It's not like that anymore. So it's, I feel like it's like bringing that old idea back to like a website that I created. And you're an IT professional, so you know, you understand how these things work. You know what's under the hood. So you get an understanding that they're, you know, they're not really designed to find you a date. They're designed to keep you going back to the app and continue swiping. Yes, that's true. The, all these apps nowadays, they're designed so you can keep getting the money out of you, the people that pay. Are, are yeah, and they just it keeps on endlessly going. So you never really it's like a pay to win system. Yeah, and and I, I I don't know if I wanted to pay somebody to uh to get a date, I would just you know I would pay somebody to go on a date with me. I wouldn't have to pay an app yeah. for it, you know. So yeah. with with this with this format now, as you said, people can talk to you directly. But as you said, you've got to have people find the website, which is which is why you're using these Facebook targeted ads. Yeah, that's right. Um, so when they're scrolling through their social media, if, if they're part of the keywords and the criteria I put in, they should see um, an ad. Depending, it's like a lot of things of how much um, money you put in per per day. But they're, yes, eventually they see it. It's still going to cost you less than signing up for one of those monthly app memberships for one of the dating apps. 
Yes, like I try to keep it low. Like uh, I don't want to go all out just yet, but just like testing out and see what what I can get from there. So uh, on your website, you say you've been described as not your average nerd. So so tell us about some of your interests. Oh yes, so yeah, I tend to uh, cosplay, which is like something relatively new. I I started cosplaying uh, post COVID. I used to go to a con, PAX East, up in Boston. Um, I've been going since like 2011, but I never cosplayed until like 20. 21. So that's a big hobby of mine. I've met most of the people I know now are cosplay friends. So it's a huge community. So that's like one of like my primary not um, nerdy things. I also, um, I'm into like video games, uh, movie and TV um, interests, like the um, nerdy things and non-nerdy things. Um, I also like just to go out, like if I get an opportunity to do something, I go like, uh, like last uh, weekend, I went to a goth night in Boston. So I'm like just not just strictly nerdy things. I I work out um, um, weekly. Uh, I'm also known for uh, sweepstakes. That's another big area of mine. Of that's something like a hobby that people know me from. Yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah. yeah, uh, So sweepstakes. Yeah. um, I've actually won a lot of trips for free, pretty much because I like um, to LA, to Miami. I was actually supposed to go to London before uh, COVID happened because I won a trip to London. But eventually, it just gave me the cash value. So I, I'm I'm so happy that I got the cash value of that. And you you want a BMW motorcycle? Is that true? Oh yes, that's true. Yes, I won it from a website called IGN. Um, they do like video games, movies, and TVs. But yes, I won an actual BMW motorcycle. But I ended up just getting rid of it because um, in New England, it's not like the best place to own a motorcycle. So it, it sounds like whoever dates you is going to have a pretty exciting time because not only are they going to get to do all this fun stuff with you, like cosplay, especially if they want to do Stranger Things cosplay because you've got a killer Eddie Munson cosplay here in your photos. But, like, it sounds like you're going to be able to take them on all kinds of adventures, not only because you want to go on these adventures, but also because, you know, you're pretty lucky at winning some some pretty cool things. Oh, yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, and I also have very rare items like movie props. I also, I also own, I'm not like a really uh, like a sports fan, but I own a Cobra Bryant signed ball. I have like memorabilia of like things, just random things that I've won over the years too. Wow. So so what's what's the coolest movie prop that you have? Uh, it's definitely from, uh, I have X-Men movie props. So I have um, um, Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver goggles from X-Men Days of Future Past. And I have from Logan, the movie Logan with Hugh Jackman, I have uh, X-23's, um, the, the glasses that she takes from a mo- the movie, like at the 7-Eleven. And those like screen use, it's all screen use props. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So so it, so it sounds like, you know, you've got quite the varied interests. It sounds like there should be a lot of interest from women uh, reaching out to you on the website. Who who have you heard from anybody yet? Oh, yes. There's, there's people here and there that I've gotten. Some of them are not local because the story sometimes reaches outside beyond the region. So, but I, I highly prefer a local, like within like the like, like New England area. And so, what are some of the things that uh, you know that you're hearing from them? Are, are they interested in going out and doing some of these same things that you are? Oh yes, they typically are. Since uh, obviously that's what they see, like the con cosplay. But then there's some that that are not really a typical uh, con cosplayer person. But I'm okay. I'm open to not just the thirty people to uh, go out with. And and your your profile at uh, at datingken.com also says that you're known as a meme god. Oh yes, I'm really good at like coming up during conversations through like group chats and just overall to make people laugh. They love that because obviously sometimes they're not having the best day, and I'm always like I'm always on point with those. So a, a woman who's dating you might expect to get you know the occasional meme text to make her laugh and smile during the course of the oh, day. Oh yes, for sure. Yes, they can. They will have those. 
So how would you describe yourself as a as a potential boyfriend? Oh, potential. Well, yes, I'm obviously very like honest, um, loyal. Like I'm I'm very like uh, genuine. Like most people say that like their their best friend, like the best person they know. So yes, like I yeah, I think I'm overall like a very good person. So. Well, datingken.com is the website if uh, if anybody is interested. And I think, you know, hopefully you'll get a few folks that are listening here that might be interested. And, of course, we podcast this out so a lot of people will hear it. And I'm going to write up a little bit of something, too, just to try and help spread the word. Because I think this is a great idea. I've seen how the dating apps have worked for some people. But I've seen how a lot of people have just dumped a ton of money in them with no response whatsoever. You know, they're they're spending whatever it is, 30 bucks a month on these apps. And they're they're not walking away with a single data as a result of it. Yes, that's very true. And it, actually, it's gone up. Like apps, they, they're more costly than ever. I don't know if you have like done recently, but they're 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 not really seeing what they're worth anymore. Well, and what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to send you, Ken, I'm going to get your address uh, off yeah. the air, and I'm going to send you a, a seize the deal certificate to go out to a local place for dinner so that when somebody wants to go out on a date, you know, we can at least pay for the dinner for you. Oh, wow, wow. I th- uh, Thanks. I appreciate it. No, no problem, and I and I hope that this uh, turns into a big success. Now, so what happens though? You you're, you're looking, I'm assume, for one particular woman. You're not looking for dating a whole bunch of different people, no. but you're going to have to kind of do a feel out process. Are you oh, planning yes, on yes. going on multiple dates if that's the case? Oh, oh yes, yes. If, if I feel there's more than one person that seems that I would be interested in, yes, I would go on multiple ones. But sometimes, you know, sometimes love just hits. Maybe that first yeah. person you go with is going to be the one that's the mo- one that's meant for you. Oh, yes. It's, you never know, really, so I just have to see what's out there. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck, and if you get anybody you think would be good for me, just forward me the emails. Okay. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm thank just you. kidding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ken, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. good luck with well, everything. Yeah, thank you. That is uh, Ken Pereira. He is the person behind datingken.com and the Meet Ken social media accounts. Uh, I think I just thought that was a really fun thing, a really fun idea, and I like the idea of, you know, not falling into the system of those dating apps that just don't work for some people and saying, I know that that game is rigged. I'm going to create my own game to try and, uh, and and find the person of my dreams. So thank you, Ken, for joining us. And, yeah, we will. We'll send them a, a Seize the Deal certificate so that uh, they can go out and have dinner on us because, again, I, I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few moments. <coughs> In 508-996-0500. Again, if you are interested in dating Ken, well, you can go to his website, 
datingken.com and send him a message. And uh, who knows, maybe he's going to take you out to dinner with the Seize the Deal we'll send him. But it sounds like you've got the potential for a lot of great dates uh, with Ken Pereira. So, uh, again, datingken.com is the website. Again, I just think that it's fun. I think that it's, uh, it's, it's outside the box. And I thought it would be a fun thing to feature this morning here as a little bit of a laid back day. Although we do have the terrible news for all of you out there who are CTS fans. Actually, if you're a, if you're a fan, you probably don't call it CTS. You're like, no, I refuse. I refuse to use that acronym CTS. It's Christmas tree shops. And the news is out. Christmas tree shops most likely is on the way out. Because they have until Wednesday, end of business day, to find a buyer or else they're going to have to start liquidating. So we're going to see the demise of a store that started, oh, I forget when it started, the early 70s. I think it was 72. I may be confused with uh, when I wrote, I know when I wrote the story about the WWE and Cape Cod Coliseum and how it ties into the Christmas tree shops, I did all kinds of you know, background reading on the history of Christmas tree shop, but I think it was 72. Started in a barn in Yarmouth, literal mom and pop running it, and now they had 80-something stores. Ten of them closed. They closed 10 underperforming stores, including the stores in Falmouth and that iconic store at the base of the Sagamore Bridge. I don't know if they've officially closed already, but they were planning to close those as part of this bankruptcy plan. And part of that bankruptcy plan involved taking out some loans to help them through the bankruptcy process while they were reorganizing their corporate structure. And their plan was hopefully to get out of Chapter 11 by August, by the end of August. But now now it looks like they're going to not get that opportunity because they defaulted on those loans. So as I said earlier, It sounds to me like, okay, well, you took these loans out, what, in May when you filed bankruptcy? And I don't know all the ins and outs, but I'm just guessing based on the timeline that we've been given. So you file for bankruptcy in May, May 5th, you get these loans. Now they're saying on July 5th, you're in default. So May 5th to June 5th, June 5th would have been one payment. July 5th would have been the second payment. So it sounds to me like maybe they didn't make that first payment. Either they didn't make the full payment or they didn't make a payment at all. I don't know. And then the, the creditor said, no, 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 no. You don't you don't get to do that with us when you're in bankruptcy where you say, oh, I'll, I'll just pay it a little bit late or I'll, I'll pay you double next month. No, you don't get to do that. You've defaulted. That's the way it sounds like to me. And again, I don't know that for a fact. But it certainly sounds like it. In in the email that we acquired that uh, CTS sent out to its employees, the email directly states that the company defaulted on, on those bankruptcy loans. So they admitted to it. And they also said that, you know, if they don't find a buyer by the end of day on Wednesday, that's it. We're going to start liquidating the stores. And within 14 days of that, announcement we're going to have to do the first round of layoffs from the distribution center in Middleborough and a person that I know who is in the know works for the company said it's going to be the stores will the uh, distribution center will close by the end of July because they're not going to need to send things out to the stores they'll probably sell 
what they have in the distribution center if they haven't already emptied it out of everything to the stores because uh, folks who have been going into the stores have been complaining that there's nothing on the shelves. So anything that they do have remaining, it's probably going to be a company like Job Lot or Big Lots. One of those companies will come in and buy the remaining stock at a deep discount. So they'll close the distribution center by the end of July, and then the store should be liquidated and closed by the end of August. That'll give them time to sell off all the remaining merchandise and to sell off all the fixtures. You know, you can go into Eblen's right now. I was in Eblen's over here in Fairhaven and the one in Dartmouth on Friday. And they're selling up like they've got signs up. Like you can buy this rack. You can buy these, these shelves. You know, people who have a big hat collection are probably looking at buying the, the hat wall so that they can have the hooks to hang up their own collection. Maybe somebody wants to put their sneakers on display in their home and buy the sneaker display. They're, they're, all that stuff is for sale. And they're going to do the same thing with Christmas tree shop. They're going to have to liquidate everything out of there so that they can start shutting down those buildings. Then what are those buildings going to be used for? Well, they sit empty. Some of those Christmas tree shop stores are anchor stores. I think it's right to say it's one of the anchors of Patriot Place, right? And I'm sure that they've probably got a, a waiting list to get into Patriot Place from other retailers, but maybe not so in other spots. Maybe not so in North Dartmouth, where the rest of that plaza, there's not a lot of excitement to bring